There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Tipsy Tourism, the podcast where we visit top tourist attractions whilst enjoying some alcoholic beverages in an incredibly responsible manner. My name is Chelsea and I choose the activity. And I'm James and I choose the drinks off the trolley. Or maybe not. No, that's because today's episode comes from our holiday in Greece. We have gone international. Yeah, basically we're doing a chilled holiday. A fly and flop. Mm, yeah. But we decided to get out and find some culture. Yeah, and that's why we decided to go to Corfu Old Town. And so that's what you're about to hear. Me and Chelsea sat in a tiny little square just around the corner from all the shops and the restaurants. Oh, James, you've taken me right back. We have made it to our first international location for tipsy tourism. Yes. We are in Corfu, Old Old Town. But more importantly, James, where's your bloody drinks trolley? Well, the airline wouldn't let me bring it with me. However, I have obviously sorted a drink. Good. Um, It's your one job. And I can't really surprise you with it because it's here (laughs) in front of me. So, famous to Corfu. Right. I have gone for the Comquat Liqueur. You really shouldn't pause so much. No, don't pause after the first syllable. Very important, especially as we're going to be drinking it. So, this is Comquat. (laughs) Why have you already lowered the tone? Like, we're. I've brought you to this classy little old town already. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah, pull yeah, yourself yeah. together. So, um, it looks like Aperol in colour. It does. Lucasade, original. Um, if you haven't heard of the kumquat, it's a it's like a tiny orange. It's citrusy. It's about the size of a big grape. Um, and it's very sweet. And it is bright, bright orange. But it's the kumquat liqueur. So the British brought it over from China in the 1800s and they make loads of stuff with it. They can't get enough of the kumquat. Uh, sweets, jams are very popular, yes, uh, with the tourists, as well as this liqueur. It's in all of the stalls and stands. There's kumquat everywhere. <laughs> the streets are full of kumquats. The fruits, the jams, the liqueur. Uh, so I've got one here. And we've got two little shot glasses with Amazing. us. So... I really like that for once we have gone into like a touristy shop and bought something super, super touristy. Because normally we'd avoid those, like the plague, right? Yeah. But I love it. Not today. There's some interesting shaped bottles as well. They're like rockets. Really? Two boosters. Right. And she said they were very popular, but we went for the normal uh, traditional bottle. Okay, tell me what the alcohol percentages we're working with, please. This is a 20% kumquat liqueur. Lovely. And it was made on this very island. Oh, was it? Oh, that makes me really happy. When you said that the Brits brought it over from China, and I assume by the Brits you mean when they were in occupation yes. of the island. I assume. But yeah, you're right. It was made here. That makes me very happy. Quick sniff. Ooh, mm, so sweet, fruity. isn't it? Cheers. Chin. Plastic glasses. Oh, we need to find out what the Greeks say for cheers. That can be something we, we do on this, right? Canalina. What's that? Don't know. Made it up. <laughs> cheers. Cheers, Canalina. Mmm. Nice, isn't it? Kumquat means golden orange. Did you know that? So cum is golden, quat is orange. Kumquat, golden orange, that's the trans 
Trans- literal translation. Oh my god, you are asking to be edited, you saying that first, but Jesus Christ. Okay, right, enough of your absolute dirt. Though it is a delicious drink, I'll give you that. What do you know about Corfu and Corfu Old Town? Uh, what do I know about Corfu? It's in Greece. Yes. It's an island off the west coast. Yes. It loves kumquat. It is. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Corfu as an island has got so much history. I studied ancient history at university, so I find this all super fascinating. But the first mention was 1300 BC, so... Corfu. Proper old that civilizations have been here for. There's history everywhere. I can see it now. Yeah, and do you know why it's been, always been such an important place, not only for the Greeks, but for the Romans, for the Ottoman Empire, and everyone who's lived here since? Because it's, I don't know. Well, you mentioned where it was. It's on the west. It's on the northwest coast. And it is, if you look at a map, it's the first point of Greece, if you're Uh, coming from that direction. So it's like the barrier. Correct. So a lot of battles have been kind of fought and it's been protecting the Greeks. And when the Ottoman Empire, so the Turks, when they were massive, really big, Big taking over everything. Yeah. They never, ever, they did get some other Greek islands, but they never managed to get into Corfu. Gutted. But yeah, there's loads of people that have settled here and have ruled it over the years. The big ones to chat about are the Venetians because they were here for like 400 years between like the 1300s up to the 1700s. Mm-hmm. They are the reasons why if you look around, there is a bit of the an windows. Italian feel. Do you not think? Yes. The architecture is proper Venetian. Also, there's a medieval fortress. It's a castle city. Yeah, there's some big old walls. Yeah. We haven't explored yet, but no. we will go and find some of these. We've seen a little sneak peek of it. Um, and give me a guess, how many people do you reckon are living in Corfu? There are 200,000. Ooh, 102,000. Double. Yeah, so it's not huge. No. But it's also not particularly slight either. Um, and in general, it's, it's had a lot of mentions. It's been in Homer's um, Odyssey. Homer? Yeah? Yeah. Homer. <laughs> I don't know what that You've is. You've never heard of Homer before? No. Like, I thought you were genuinely going to talk about The Simpsons. <laughs> we were going so, to talk about The Simpsons and it was one of his like daydreams when he licks the frog. I didn't study ancient history. No, that's so fair. So that knowledge of like, the second you mention things like the Venetians and the Ottoman Empires, I think of furniture and blinds. <laughs> That's genuinely what I thought about. So when you mentioned Homer, don't really know much about the guy. Assuming it's a guy. Yeah, he's pretty right. famous. He was the first one to like write down what was happening in the history. That's why we have so much about the ancient Greeks. Right. So basically, he was the first person to have a diary. Yeah. Fine. I think it was spoken out loud first, but it did get jotted down, and that's why we still have such a rich history of what happened all those thousands of years ago. Well, should we go and explore that? I think we really should. Um, one thing to say, because we're in Corfu, Old Town, it got UNESCO Heritage 2007. Did it? Yeah. And that's why well done. I'm very excited. UNESCO. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of architecture and culture, which I feel like we've been missing this week a little bit. Yeah. If you listen to series one of Tipsy Taurus and you all know what we do, we go around the place and we find five interesting facts. Five, yeah. And we have to agree on them. It has to be unanimous between the pair of us. Yeah. I would say this is a bit different because we're not going to just the fortress in the old town. We are, we're doing the, the whole thing. We're going to mix it up. Different bits of tourism across Corfu, old town. So here's what I'm thinking. We yeah. can't have more than one interesting thing at a place. No, I agree. That would be a big yawn fest anyway. It would. If we just went to like the palace and oh, got five. Facts about the Boring. palace. Boring. Yawn. Um, also, I know, right, we've got this bottle of kumquat here with us. Yeah. What would you say if we just peppered in a couple of Corfu beers as well? Yeah, a little top up. Yeah. No complaints. All right, cool. That sounds nice to me. We're, we're here for a few hours. Yeah. Let's go. A few go. beers. And a few shots of kumquat. You cannot do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God, I'm going to leave you. Actually, leave you. Excellent. All right. right. 
Are we good? We get the bell has, is, rung. has rang. That is start start, start the tourism. Let's go. Get out my square. Hang on, hang on. Before you hear what went down in old Corfu town, we are here from the future. The future. To say a huge, huge thank you to everyone who has signed up to support the podcast on Patreon so far. Yeah, we have two shout-outs to do. That is one of the perks on one of the tiers you see. Mm-hmm. So I thought we should do a shot for each of them. Oh. Bonus shots. This could be... Da- this is only dangerous if people sign up. So actually, yeah. I, I think it's not a part of the top tier. So I think we're pretty safe. So we're going to do a couple of shots of okay. kumquat. Yes. We're going to... Straight in my mouth mm-hmm. for each of our two new uh, oh qualified. Oh my god, you I've just spilled that dribbles. all over me. You got cum quat all over the place. Oh right. Okay. So first one. Very quickly to Dave. To Dave. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Mm. To Joseph. To Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you so so much. Hmm. And if you have no idea what we're going on about, get yourself to patreon.com forward slash tipsy tourism and it explains it all there. Yeah, basically, it's a way for you to support the podcast and get some extra perks in return. Like shots dedicated to you. Yeah. Right. Core food time. There we go. In front of us is the old fortress. Yeah. And there's this massive wedge of info here that says Old Fortress's history dates back to the mid-6th century AD. Ah, I thought the I thought it was just medieval, but obviously this has been around for much, much longer. It looks like it's seen a few wars. <laughs> right, should we go in? Yeah. I'm sure we'll be able to find some interesting stuff here. Oh, do we have to pay to go in? Oh my god, how much is it, James? Uh, entrance ticket six euros. Okay, right. You ready to pay? Yeah. Okay. Hello. Hello. Two, please. Twelve. Thank you. Let's Here we go. First spend of the day, James. Big spenders. Six pounds. What about it? Six euros, actually. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Get your currency right. I tell you what, the Byzantians did not think about me, who spent four days on her ass drinking beer, and they uh, built this fortress. This is ridiculous. This step goes up to my knee. Oh, oh my god. You can look at the cave. <laughs> oh, Jesus she gone. James just locked me in the cave. We are now within the fortress at last. Good. Let's go this way. Okay. Do you want to know something interesting about the old fortress? Do I? Yes. One, I just I just had a quick Google on why I was confused, because I was like, oh, I thought it was medieval. They have another fortress. That's called the New Fortress. That one? Which was built by the Venetians like in the medieval time. So this is the well old one, and that's the proper new, only only like 600 years old one. Okay, electric windows, much newer. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but a fascinating bit of modern history about this place is... What? It was used as a main location in a James Bond film. Was it? Yeah. Was it actually? It really was. It was in For Your Eyes Only, oh. with what... James Bond. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think Pierce Brosnan is in any of the James Bond films. Is that? No, because his name's Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan? <laughs> Didn't know that. Um, oh, but Pierce Brosnan, you know. Is that the right one? No. <laughs> Brosnan? Sean Connery. No. Incorrect. It was probably the most famous. It's not Daniel Craig. No. Um, In the 80s? Come on, if you had to name another James Bond, it would be this one. Everyone listening is like shouting at you, going, come on, James, you can do it. 
give me your first letter. R. Roger. Yes. Oh, what's his name? F think of a really great Rachel Stevens single. LAX. <laughs> <laughs> Roger LAX. <laughs> yeah, Mama, how'd you like Roger it? Moore. How'd you like it? Roger Moore. I thought that was a really good clue. So yeah, they started filming for the entire film in Corfu, but it was a bit away from here and it was in a villa and in the film they're in Spain. So they had to paint all the buildings around it white to make it look a bit more Spanish. Mm. However, they came and filmed all around here. I believe they made out that it was the Albanian coastline. Right. Which to be fair, we are not far from the Albanian coastline at all. In fact, is that Albania there? Are you looking it up? I'm looking at Roger Moore. In Corfu. There it is. There it is. Now he's so, here. Okay, so you see this building here? Yeah. Which is that one there? Yes, it right is. Right in front of us. It's a big, like, white block. Um, looks way more modern than everything else around here. That, in the film, was an Albanian warehouse. Right. Yeah. Which you cannot access right now that's the only bit that you can't access but there are plenty other of other locations from the film that you can access including there's some stairs which he famously like runs up and down and also down down the side and actually we should go there next for a beer there's a place called the Corfu Sailing Club yes and next to it where their restaurant is is a place in the film that they use to store opium <laughs> Is it now? Yeah. Oh. So there are plenty of locations you can really easily visit. So if you're a massive Bond fan, it's definitely a good place to come to. to right. Trust me out. Next. Well, excuse me, what do you mean next? Oh, no, that was what I'm going to say. That was interesting. Yes. That was. One in the bag. Woohoo. Amazing. Well, I know, I know we've only done one interesting thing. Yeah. But I feel like it would be a real shame not to visit the Yacht Club. I'm parched. Yeah, and just have a little sit down. We're on holiday, aren't we? Yeah, you're going to take it easy on holiday. Yes, you do. Okay, so, let's go there. To the Yacht Club. Corfu Sailing Club. Out on the water. Beautiful views of the old town. Please be open. Oh my god, if it's not, I'll be absolutely devoted. I see seats. I see people sat down. Hi. Thank, Thank you. you. Can we just sit down somewhere? Brilliant, thanks. I feel like we're cheating on the come quite a little bit, James, but we've got a Corfu beer, but it's their Ionian Pilsner. Yes. Why is it called Ionian? Because it was made in Ionia. So... Corfu is an Ionian island. That's why. <laughs> Corfu beer. Right. 5%. Right. Cheers. Okay, so we've just turned down one of the alleyways. This one's quite a wide one. Some of them are really, really small. Uh, but this is lined with shops. And if you look up, this is where we're going to next. Oh. It's a bell tower that you can see. Yeah. But it's the bell tower of the Cathedral of Saint Spiridon. I've heard of that. The guy at the hotel mentioned Spiridon. Yeah, or maybe it's Spiridon. We need to check Spiridon. when we get there. But he is basically the patron saint of Corfu. The guy at the hotel said he looks out over everyone. That's it. He's the saint of the people. And does he live up by the bell? I don't think he lives up by the bell, but his casket and his remains are inside. That means his body. Or whatever's left of it. He's well old. Right. We need to put on a mask, I believe. Yeah. Oh, no, this is the, store, is the that, shop. Has we he got a gift shop in his house? Yeah, he's got a gift shop. Oh, look. Okay, so we're walking up towards the church and oh. there is a place for you to buy candles and light them the spirit on. And there he is. There's a picture. Oh, he's got a nice beard. He's got a lovely hat. He was around in 270 to 348 AD. Okay. Well old, proper old. And he died, yeah, he died. He was born and died in Cyprus. 
but because he became a saint, everyone wanted a bit of him, you know? Mm -hmm. So I believe he was taken out at one point he was over in Constantinople, which is... Oh, another place. What's it called now, these days? Constantinople is now... Don't go peeking at my screen, there's no answers there. Um, I don't know. Istanbul. Oh, I, thought, I knew that. that. I know, I know, I know. I did that out. <laughs> that was absolutely staying in. Um, so he was there for a bit, but then he got brought over to Corfu, didn't he? He's travelled, hasn't he? And he's been here since like the 1500s. Um, and he's no longer with us. No, he died in 348, so nearly 2,000 years ago. Wow. That is <laughs> so, a long time ago. Yeah, but he's not only is he like the patron saint of Corfu, he's also the patron saint of potters. Potters? If you like pottery. Spiridon. Spiridon. Let's go see if we can find him. Apparently, James, you kissed the casket for good luck. I mean, I'm kissing nothing. And apparently... Covid. Apparently, it's even better luck if the casket is open. That's more germs. No, thank you. But I doubt he's got Covid. He's been dead for ages. He's got everything. Alright, okay, let's go. Look at the size of these candles. Wow. Honestly, never seen a candle that big. It's only five euros, what a bargain. Whoa. Wow. Honestly, this, it's like a 1.5 meter candle. Green trousers over there. He's writing a note. And then. Oh, they going to go and kiss the, the one Are the they way. going to kiss it as well? Oh, there's a, there's a backstage. There's a backstage. Oh my God, I want to go backstage. Can anyone? that's where he is. Come on, oh, let's go, let's yeah, go, let's go. go. I want to go see him. Do you think they make you kiss him? No, I don't want to kiss it. You're going to kiss it? I'm not going to kiss it. Everyone else has kissed it. Yeah, no, but everyone else might have I'm going to kiss it. No, you can't. I've got my mask on. Yeah, get COVID. I'm going to kiss it with my mask on. You can't. Okay. Just go close to it. That'll do. There you go. Microphone, people are waiting. Oh, yeah. Right. See you later, mate. Oh, what an experience. James. Found his cask. You're going to get good luck. I'm going to get the best luck. I'm going to give a little kiss. Um, I don't, I don't want to make out that we're taking the piss. We're only laughing because it's like a pandemic. <laughs> I think it's very normal for people to go in and be moved in a religious way to, you know, give a little little kiss to their saint. Um, but it was just so bizarre to see at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but do you want to know why they think he's such an absolute top lad? Why? Because they believe he's the reason why... Corfu has never ever been taken over. T thank you. I was struggling with the word there. Um, so the Turks, the Ottoman Empire, invaded every other Greek island, but not this one. Because Spiridon. Spiridon. What's the Don? Looked after them all, and they really mean it. And they celebrate him once a year on the 12th of December. That's his day. Is it? Yeah. They get it off. They get it. Oh, I don't know. Do you think? Got a question about Spiridon. Yes. His national day is December twelfth. Yes. Does that yeah. mean that everyone has, is it a national holiday? Close. Everything is close. Ev no, no, everything. Uh, oh my God, he was so nice. I love it when you just chat to a local, and you could tell that he was so chuffed to be asked about things about Corfu. He was such a proud Corfuet, wasn't he? He was absolutely lovely. Yeah, the nicest, nicest guy. Really, really willing to share lots of us, which we can now share with you. Yeah, yeah. And it isn't that they're kissing him for good luck. It's just because they love him. They absolutely bloody love yeah, him. Yeah, they proper love him. We love him. And he was saying that they do celebrate him once a year and the whole place is closed. On the 12th of December. Yeah. Well, as long as you're working in, like, business and admin, it's closed. Yeah. You, uh, you have a procession in the morning and have dinner with your family and you all talk about how much you love Spiridon here. I think that's interesting. 
That's interesting. Well, the fact that we've just been and seen him. Oh, and the other thing that he said is that they sometimes have the casket open and, yeah. like, you can see his face and his feet. And, like, he died in 385. And he was like, they haven't done anything to it. You can just see it. Because apparently, you know, as a saint, you don't, like... Decompose. That's it. That, that is apparently a thing, right? Well... Well... Does science you, agree? I don't know. If you're lucky, you get to come here and you'll be able to see Spiridon with the casket open. Yeah. I love that. That is interesting. I think we're given that one. Something else that our new best mate said was his little fact about Easter. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you've got to come back in Easter because there's, like, bands performing with 20 bands marching up and down with 100, 150, 200 people yeah. playing in each band. And he's like, it's carnage. It's, like, just so full. I absolutely love that the Corfu government or whoever it is, the, the town mayor, has gone... You're only allowed 20, 20 bands. So what they've done instead is just put as many people as they possibly can in each band. Yeah. You're saying somewhere 250 people like playing the 20. flute. And he was like, it's so packed, it's unbelievable. And what they do as well is they throw pots out of their, like plant pots, mm. out of their windows and balconies and smash them onto the street to celebrate Christ's resurrection every year. Like, they proper chuck them out. Do you think that's quite meeting health and safety standards? I wonder whether they're going to wear, like, a hard hat or whether they're going to shout something. Like, you're going to smack Opa. a ball. When you smash a ball and you get it wrong in golf, you've got to shout four. Yeah. Well, they were just shouting four. No, surely they shout opera, because that's what they shout when they smash plates. Is it? Yeah, I think right. it's great for, like, whoops. Opa. Opa. Also, if you were on your phone right now or by a laptop, just Google... Easter in Corfu and look at the images because we just did yeah. it. Like Glastonbury. I, have, I cannot believe we were walking down quiet and empty street right now and I cannot believe this would be teeming. This would be packed to the rafters. Yeah. They take Easter very, very seriously and he said, if you're going to come, make sure you're here like from the Wednesday before. Why? But buck early because yeah. that's when the celebrations begin. Right, okay. But buck early because it gets so busy and it gets very expensive. Easter, interesting. Uh, I think we need another shot, James. Need a bit of kumquat. Thank you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
guess. Do we tell them the truth about the time and how we haven't been taking the podcast very seriously? Yes. <laughs> you it's, might be able to hear there's like crickets in the background. It's now pitch black. <laughs> it's not that late, it's eight o'clock. We just yeah. had a couple of beverages. Yeah. Enjoy but, we were enjoying Corfu Old Town. Day and night of Corfu. If anything, it mm. means uh, we're given a more rounded example of what life is like in Corfu Old Town. We are dedicated. Yeah. Um, but James, you've brought me to... Um, the middle of a field, almost. Yeah. Well, we're not at the middle yet, because okay. um, when the Brits were here... Yeah. I've got another interesting thing to talk about, basically. So when the Brits oh, were I here... I bloody hope so, because you drove me away from the bar to a field. Cricket was really important. Okay, obviously, very British. And they wanted to play cricket, and there's only one pitch left in the whole of the island. Okay, is this it? And I think we'll walk up to it. I can see that mark there, which <gasps> looks like... That's where they do the little runny things. Yes, the runny things. The runway. It's the, it's the middle of the cricket strip. Can, so, you, can you tell that New Rivers watch cricket? No, no. So Corfu's town, its main square, has a cricket pitch at its centre. So it does. And it's the only working sports field anywhere within a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Ah. And this is it. We're on it now. So these are, these are the, the marks. This oh, is where that's cool. This is where the stumps go. And then all the way down, we're walking down now to the other side, is where they bat from. But they swap each over, obviously. Oh, obviously. Cricket fans. Don't know what going on and here we go, the other side. So yeah, that's quite cool. It's the only working sports field anywhere within a UNESCO World Heritage Site. And we're stood on it right now and to paint a picture for you because i'm not sure if you'll be able to quite hear it but we are right next to the main promenade in corfu old town yeah. so there's people sat out having drinks yeah right next to us and i think these are um i think these are french buildings i think not fully certain but it must oh. be quite weird uh having <laughs> Uh, what? No, I'm just laughing because I always love it when you bring out a fact. You're so confident and you well, always go, I well, think. I think they are, but regardless, they're not British. But it's quite funny, because they still use this pitch um, field, They to have all these people, players, out in white with this as the backdrop. A very British sport in a not very British backdrop. No, I completely see what you're saying. But how do they charge anyone? There's no entrance, it's just open. Yeah. Not Cricket. making any money off this, are they? Well, I don't think it's. Um... All I'm saying is, we could go to Corfu Town Council with a business plan. We could make some money off this. You can have 100% of it. I'll let you do that. Thank on, you. On your own, but. Yeah, I like that. I like it. We are stood on the cr the Cricket Runway. Official name pending. Um, I will give that to you. I actually think that's very interesting. Good. Give me a ding. One more to go. One more to go. And I actually think I've got one for you. Let's go. Well, we don't actually really need to go anywhere because the place is nearby, but it's a 30-minute walk from here, and I can't be asked. Well, should we, as we walk to a bar across the cricket yeah. field yeah. pitch? I'll tell you about it. Yeah. Okay. My interesting thing is... Something that has had Corfu in the news quite a bit in the last 12 months, which was the fact that Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, died. Yes. Didn't he? But he, did, he didn't die in Corfu. But he was born in Corfu. Yes, he was. Which is why there was quite a bit in the press. Because a lot of people didn't know. I remember when I heard that, I remember thinking, really? Is it, what's it, what's a corfu called? What's it called? Corfu. Uh, corfu. Oh, I forgot Corfies. again. No, it's not. They're a Corfia. 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 So he's a Corfia. Basically, he was born in a villa house called the Monripos. Mon yeah. Monripos, which is 30 minutes or so from here. You can go and visit it now. There's a blue plaque up to say that he was born there. Yeah. Along with his siblings. Um, but here's the incredible thing. I don't think many people know. He was born on the dining room table. What? You would think being, you know, 
Royal, not this one. Not this one. Right around the bar. This is a cafe table. Not this one. Um, you would think that he was a descendant of the, oh, I think it might have been the Danish monarchy. Basically, he had royal blood, but was still born on a dining room table. Wow. Who does think it? But do you know what? I did look up the estate. As I said, you can go visit and they've got a plaque. And I wondered if the plaque would be on the dining room table. Is it not? No. no. You missed a trick there. I thought they missed an absolute People trip People could have there. selfies with it. Right, you know the table I'm on about? Yeah. It's not in Corfu anymore. They, uh, it was like sold. <laughs> and it was purchased by Hal Robinson Shipbrokers. And it's in their boardroom in London. What? That's so weird. That's so weird. What do they do on that table? I don't know, but that's so, so bizarre. Anyway, back to Philip. How long do you think he stayed in Corfu as, as a child? Um, so, uh, before he went to school, so they took him out at six. So, aged 18 months is when he and the family left. And it's because wow. there was a change in rule. I think it was... Constantine the first, no longer in charge of Greece. Yeah. They weren't super safe, so they had to be taken out by the Navy. Um, and he was smuggled out... On a speedboat. ...in a crib made from an orange crate. Oh, very DIY for the royal family. It really is. So, um, I think his Corfu history was one full of drama. Wow. For the for the few eighteen months that he was here, yeah, and then he went off to Paris. Oh, that's where he lived after that. And now he's off to heaven. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, that's a nice thing. Oh, you're right. I just said it so joyfully. Yeah. Rip, Philip. Rest in peace. Rest yeah. in peace. Right. Um. That's interesting. Yeah. There are multiple levels of interesting. Dining room table. Yes. Orange box to be exported, <laughs> and the shipwright, uh, the shipyard. Yeah, having the dining table. That's so weird. Uh, that is interesting. Oh my god, have we bloody done it? And that's good because we are now finished our five interesting things. Yes! You know what that means? Dinner! A shot of kumquat. Oh yeah. Let's do one more. One more. One more for the road. One yeah. more for the road. Let's do it here. Well, we should we drink it out of the bottle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't dribble now because it's going to go back in my bag. Bottoms up. Oh, I found out in Greek Quick. what bottoms up is. You go first. I'm going to show it at you. Aspro pato. Aspro pato. Which I think actually means um, white bottom. White bottom to you. Right, I've got something to admit to you all. I'm really, really sorry. You probably can tell already. We are not in Coffee All Town right now at this very precise second. We're not. We didn't take the studio with us. No, we did not. And it is because we were there so late. We were. <laughs> we had to get a taxi home. We basically spent the whole day there. We had quite a bit to drink by the end of the day. And then there was a weather warning. So we had to get out of town. There was. Oh, my God. In fact, we had stopped recording by this point. But basically, did you hear a sound as well? Yeah, every, uh, no, I heard people's phones, but I didn't hear a sound. I heard like a sound around us, but maybe it was just like a cacophony of people's phones going off. Everyone's phone went off at exactly the same time yeah. with a government alert. Yeah, it was well weird. I, it was the first time because I was like, hey, I'm just here on holiday. Have you got my number? I've never seen that in Europe. I have seen it once before in America do it, yeah. Yeah, in America. When they normally say, like, there's a driver on the loose mm. or, like, this person's missing. This was like, shit, uh, there's a weather warning. But it said it all in... I was going to say, it said in Greek, so I had no idea what it was telling me, but I could tell it was bad. Yeah. It, it felt very urgent. I took a screenshot of it. It says at the top, emergency alert right at the top. Oh, yeah. But then just all in Greek. So we were like, something bad is going on. We don't know what it is. We looked around. Literally no one moved. No one gave a shit. No one cared. And so I was like, do you know what, James? We're probably fine. We're in a bar. We went and asked them. They were like, yeah, bad weather. And we're like, cool. Do we need to go home? And they were like, yeah, it'll come in the night. As long as you're not staying here for ages, you'll be fine. So... 
So we didn't die. No. But it was quite exciting. Yeah, it was. And Corfu Old Town, bloody lovely. Lovely, lovely. Little streets. Mm. Venetian. Architecture. Think, architecture. How have you forgotten already? I've Because there was actually quite a lot of architecture. Because the French were here, the British were here, mm. another country were here. And all of that kind of like vibe is about... It wasn't, I'm going to attempt a big long word. I've already said cacophony, so I'm well chuffed with myself. That but it was an amalgamation. Oh. Is that right? It means like mix up of. <laughs> oh my God, you work for dictionary.com? Yes, I did. Are you Colin? <gasps> Your granddad's called Colin. It's his dictionary. Oh my God. Anyway, this we're not here the- to talk about that. We don't <laughs> want to talk obviously about my obvious intelligence. Um... <laughs> Corfu, Old Town, what did you think? Well, the first question, go on. Do you ever do you remember what the first question we always yes. ask is? Yes. Did you have fun? Well done. Um, I had a bloody lovely time. You know why? Why? Because we got to leave the hotel we've been staying at. Yeah. Which I was growing a bit bored of. So to get out, I absolutely loved it. And do you know what it served? It served Local people, local cuisines, architecture, history. It was like ticking a lot of boxes for me. It had a lot of nice things. Mm. Mm. What about you? Did you like it? I did like it. There wasn't as much there as I thought there was going to be. But I think we were in the touristy area. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's a nice uh, place to go and have a few drinks. Yeah. That's what I think it's made up for because of the cruise boats, cruise ships. They can come over. You can go and have a wander around the village, dead town, go through old town and <laughs> have a meal and some beers. What I've learned with you, James, yeah. is that you take a place and you downgrade it. No matter what it is. It's got to work for if it. If it's a city, you call it a town. Yeah. If it's a town, you call it a village. If it's a village, it's a hamlet. You know, that's how it goes with you. Yeah, it's bigger than a hamlet. Right. Smaller than a city. Whoa, 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 whoa. We have just steamrolled into this End bit. Okay. Uh, we are missing something. <clears throat> bit of kumquats. Come on. Bit of Lucasade. Bit of sweet nectar sweet libations. Um, this is. I keep giving myself bigger ones unintentionally. It's a bit like cough medicine, don't you think? Yeah, except alcoholic yeah. and not medicinal. Cheers. Mm. What was your favourite part? Oh, I did like walking on. I'm not a big cricket fan, but I did like going on to find that cricket pitch. That was quite nice. That was quite a cool thing, especially because it's the only place that's like that. I know. In a UNESCO place. I mean, people have literally just heard that fact. And the fact that you can't even record, you are useless. I know. Well, I mean, UNESCO, it's big. Yeah. UNESCO World Heritage Site. What does UNESCO stand for? I was just about to ask you because I have absolutely no idea. Something about like... Ultimate, (laughs) nice, environmental scenes come over. That's it. That's what it is. Don't... Yeah, I'm not even going to correct you. It's on the website, it's right. And I will change it on Wikipedia. Don't worry. (laughs) And it will remain for about two seconds. Yeah. Um, My favourite part, and actually, I'm surprised you didn't say this, but was chatting to the shopkeeper oh. outside the church of St. Spiridon. He was lovely. We chatted to him. Obviously, we didn't put it all in. No, because it would have been longer than the podcast. Yeah, but we chatted to him for a good 25 minutes. Yeah. And he, do you know what I loved about it? He just, he was so excited that someone had stopped and asked him a question. Because I thought we were going to be a nuisance. No, he actually asked. He says, oh, why do you guys want to know about this? Mm. Why can I just ask why Why do you... Almost like, why do you care? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're so lovely. Yeah. And he his shop was literally opposite the church. So it had loads of stuff for tourists to buy. So he must see tourists all the time. But it really did feel like... No one asked him. No one asked him about stuff. And I think it just goes to prove your trip can be made so much better when you chat to a local... And like vice versa, they'll think nicer nicer things about tourists. Yeah, I think we did a good service for mm. the British yeah. with him then. Yeah, 
I mean, it wouldn't have been as good if he'd seen us in the bar a couple of hours later. But no. you know what? He didn't see that. It's absolutely fine. He's fine. He doesn't know. Yeah. Don't, don't need to know that, mate. I didn't get his name, though. I know. We did ask, but he just, he glazed over it. I think it was Jeremy. <laughs> his name badge. That well-known Greek name. Yeah. You're right. It was Jeremy. What would you say needs improvement? Oh, you go first. I think, I think, first of all, we were like, this is going to be such a dreamy podcast to do because we weren't going to do one thing. We were going to a place. So I was like, there are going to be so many interesting things to talk about. We are going to be spoiled for choice. Actually, much harder. It was difficult to find interesting things. And that's not to say that there aren't, but it's almost like it was too big a thing to it's almost easier to find out five I, things about something really specific i don't want to be disrespectful but the it was difficult to be interested by some of the things yeah i think what it has is a lot of standard things so it's got a palace it's got museums i'm bored by those yeah it's that's what it needs it needs a quirky attraction yeah it needs more fun stuff or a ghost story or Scandal. It does need a bit of scandal, I, I mean, think. Maybe there is scandal, but we didn't hear about it. Yeah, I think the most scandalous thing was everyone was bloody kissing that coffin. Yeah. That COVID was, as well. I know, I know. But Unbelievable. maybe they could introduce something like speed dating with Spiridon, you know. No, that's disrespectful. Is it? It's terrible. Oh, okay. Well. But yeah, I, I do think that they need some more stuff. i tell you what was good. What? The amount of shops selling booze. Like, lots of places selling kumquat. Yeah, loads. Um, it was a really good place to go, have a little wander, and just keep stopping, sitting, drinking, oh, a little bit of food. I've got. I've changed my mind, my favourite bit. Uh, okay. Um, my favourite bit was going to sit down by the port and having the meal down there. Okay. That's my favourite bit. The Yacht Club. The Yacht Club. Oh, you, you didn't have to wear fucker. like fancy trousers or any of that nonsense to go and sit by the yachts. And then there was a few yachts getting parked up and I was like, that's not going to fit in there. And I was like, look at this guy trying to fit that in there. And then he fitted it in. But that was impressive. Okay. Well, you, I'll, I'll allow you to, you know, change up your favourite part. That's absolutely fine. So, yeah. was it worth it? Yeah, because it was free. Yeah. It was free. I'm not giving it a super high score. I'm giving it above average score. Right. Um, I'm going to say six. Oh, you are ranking stuff low in the series. I'm like the Simon Cowell. You are, What's happened to you? Um, but I'm going to go in with 6.5. Ooh, that is 6.25. We're doing easy maths this series. None of your, don't start dipping into like point one. No, no, I can do it. I want three. I can do what I want. Oh, to be fair, it is your podcast. That's fair enough. Um, but overall, really enjoyed it. If you find yourself in Corfu, you should 100% go for a day trip to Corfu Old Town. Yeah. Oh, do you know what we should have done? Well, We didn't go, but I saw it on the flight in. There's an amazing bridge, right? That is at the base of the runway. And as the planes come into land, you can stand on the bridge and they fly over your head. And I wish we went there because it's some of the, it's one of the, apparently, my friend Ryan, who's a pilot, told me that it's one of the bumpiest runways in Europe. Oh. And then these planes like fly right over your head and you can watch them come in. And I'm like, that's, I mean, even you who don't care about planes. I do care about planes. Not watch them. Um, Would you watch them? Yeah, I'd go see that. Oh, why didn't we do that then? Anyway. Because it's not in Corfu Old Town. (laughs) It's kind of in Corfu Old Town. No, it's not. It was a one hour. It was a one hour walk away. <laughs> it's kind of in it though. It's walking distance, but I wish we went and watched the planes come in. Like Google, oh, uh, Google Corfu Old Town Bridge. It's airport. not. No, James, it's not views. in the old town. And just have a look at it. It's really cool. I think you're getting confused. It's in Corfu Old Town. I think. It's in Corfu Town. Yes. Oh, at like the old town. <laughs> Do you see the point I'm trying yeah, to make now? Okay. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) Once again, I am honestly so impressed that you know what's going on. So, but anyway, that is uh, a nearby fact. I just, there's a little bonus fact there, bonus fact, new feature. Because James has just given us that bonus bit of content, um, 
in return, you now have to do something for us. You don't have to, but it, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. A review, please. Yeah. If you, if wherever you listen to your podcast, it says that you can leave a review or a rating, please, 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 big five stars, a review if you can. We would absolutely love it. And I'm going to, I'm going to read one out because maybe this is something we should do. So this comes from Kathy 234 Chatty Kathy. She said, I was a bit late to these and I've only just caught up, but they've really made me chuckle. Chuckle. And are also a little bit informative. Oh, offensive, but a kind of compliment. It's not offensive. I think that's a really fair. A little bit informative. I think that, I oh, know, yeah, they are. It's a, a good, it's a good combo platter. You don't want too, you don't want too much info. No. You can have too much information. Just a little bit, because then it doesn't push anything that you need out. Thank you very much, Kathy. Now, next episode. I am so excited for this. Oh, it's a good one. I've wanted to go here for so long, and you will have heard of the place. You'll have seen it yep. on telly. Yep. Billions of people will have seen it on telly. Yes, they will have. Billions. And it's just, it's a proper landmark. Yeah. But I am concerned. It's not the big one at Blackpool. It's no. even older. I'm very concerned about the drinks element, if I'm honest. I have got it covered. I'm not looking forward to that element, because... It is honestly, it's the, the the venue is incredible. I think we might get kicked out though if we're drinking in there. Yeah. Please. We need to be covert. Yeah. Okay. Right. Until then. One more. Oh, okay. They are only little. I know. We had a kumquat. Kumquat shot. Kumquat shot. Oh, you got it all over your fingers. Okay, let's go. These people are trying to sign off this podcast. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Why are you still listening? (laughs) Turn off. The podcast has ended. It's over. Done. Skip to the next one. Are you okay? Give me a ring. James's number is 07. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.